in today's parsha, we read the story about how after Miriam's passing, the the well that used to supply the rock, that used to supply them with water throughout their journeys in the desert, all of a sudden it stopped. And um, and it turns out that um, they had a problem. Now they have to go. Thank you. So it turns out they have a problem. Okay, huh? okay thanks. Um, so he says that, um, so now they had a problem. So here, God sends Moshe Rabbeinu, and he tells him to speak to the rock. But Moshe Rabbeinu, uh, as Rashi explains, Moshe Rabbeinu first spoke to a rock, which was the wrong one, because the original rock got mixed up with the other rocks. So he spoke to the wrong one, so nothing happened after speaking to it. So Moshe Rabbeinu thought, last time around, uh, 39 years ago, when they first started in the desert, over there God told him to beat the rock. So Moshe Rabbeinu thought, maybe we got to beat the rock. So he, so he beats the rock, and just a little water comes out, but then he beats it a second time, now there's a lot of water coming out. And God is upset with Moshe Rabbeinu because he says, oh, you could have uh, made a Kiddush Hashem, you could have sanctified my name, because people, if you would have just talked to the rock, then people would have said, look, you don't have to beat up on them in order to get them to do what I say. So even, as Rashi says, that... Um, um, that, that, that we see... Um, uh, so the people would have said, look at this rock, it doesn't speak, it doesn't hear, it doesn't need to parnos and still it listens to Hashem. You don't have to beat up on it. So the fact they didn't make a Kiddush Hashem. So, but what's a little bit, uh, what's a little bit surprising, and we spoke about it in, in previous years, uh, a little bit surprising, I mean it looks almost like a setup for, for Moshe Rabbeinu, because uh, first time the wrong rock is over there, and, you know, Moshe Rabbeinu already had beaten up on the rock before. That was the command before. He thinks perhaps this is, this is again. So, uh, you know, and then Moshe Rabbeinu gets quite a punishment for this, it seems like. Because he gets to lose, he can't go, Moshe and Aaron, they both can't go into Israel because of this sin. So it turns out that this caused them. But, as we spoke in the, the past, in the end, the Pasuk says, Heimo Meimeriva, that already... The stargazers of Egypt had already saw that Moshe Rabbeinu is going to be punished with water. That's the reason they wanted to throw the babies into the water. He, he miscalculated. This was the punishment of the water. It had to do with the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu was punished because of the water, not what he, what the stargazer said. But you can see that already at the time they were going out of Egypt, they already knew that Moshe Rabbeinu is going to get punished. So Moshe Rabbeinu hadn't done anything then. Why is he going to get punished for something he hasn't done? So you see from all this that this was all like destined. It wasn't something. It was just a, uh, uh, it was just meant, it came about this way. So it seems like this. Uh, I mean, one of the questions would be, like the first time God told them to hit the rock, which he did, uh, back when, you know, in the beginning when they started the journey. What happened if Moshe Rabbeinu would have spoken to that rock? Uh, you think the rock would have given water? Probably not, because God said to hit the rock. God, first time around, God said to hit the rock. If he, didn't, wouldn't give, if he would have talked to the rock, nothing would have happened, right? It seems like first time around, he was supposed to hit the rock. Now, the question is, this time God told him to speak to the rock, right? So how come when he beat the rock, the water came out? Shouldn't have come out because he didn't do the right thing. But you see that the beating of the rock, first time came a little bit, second time came a lot. So you see that the beating of the rock did accomplish what it was supposed to do. 
But metaphorically speaking, it seems like this. It almost seems like you know training a, a child, I mean, going through years or educating. In the beginning, you know, you you when when you're first starting off of the journey in life, you know, you gotta direct. You know, you gotta direct children. You gotta direct students. You gotta make consequences. You gotta make punishment. You can't talk to them. You gotta put down the rules. You gotta put down the rule of law. So in the beginning, apparently, that wasn't a be uh, a that they listened to Hashem because the Jewish people just started out. They didn't have any any acquaintances yet with with listening to Hashem, not listening to Hashem. That whole idea over here, not listening. I mean, the Torah wasn't even given yet at the time, so it didn't really apply so much. That time beating up is, is okay. I mean, to beginning, in the beginning of the journey, to forcing or uh, educating your children and guiding them and making sure they're going the right way and to punish them if they don't go the right way so that they do the right things, that's okay because that's the beginning. But over here, this was already 40 years later. Perhaps God actually tested him and he said, to him, look, you talked one time to the rock, right? And what, what was Moshe Rabbeinu supposed to do? He was supposed to keep on talking. If that, we see that clearly. Instead of beating, he was, the hitting, he was supposed to keep on talking. And which really tells you, don't give up. If you tried one time to speak, when Hashem was saying the message, you may have tried once and it didn't work. Uh, don't think that your words are not going to work. It didn't work now. That's just a one-time thing. You may have the wrong cellar. You may have the wrong rock. What does it mean, may have the wrong rock? You may have touched, you know, a bad day, a hard time, maybe it didn't work out well. Switch around. Switch the rock. Go to another position. Maybe, maybe. So the point over here is, yes, if you beat, you'll get at the same thing at the end of the day sometimes, if you can beat up on them. But that's not the derech. That's not the right way. The right way is, if you're not successful, don't blame. Oh, right away, you know, you, didn't, you tried and you didn't work. You know, you blame somebody else for it. No, you got to try again. You have to try. The person should not stop by one time. So it seems like, it, metaphorically, I mean, I'm not sure exactly in the literal sense exactly what for, but metaphorically, I think it makes a lot of sense. You start off by discipline. Later on, the Torah tells you, you got to talk. The Torah tells you, yes, you got to try once. You got to try twice. And the accomplishment that you get by speaking versus beating up is very, very simple. You know, you see, a lot of times you see people try to rebuke other people like don't if they don't do the Torah and they uh, are condescending to them and they say bad words to them. Most of the cases that doesn't work. You know, that that's actually pushes them away further. That doesn't that's not gonna bring any water from these people. It's not gonna bring anything good, anything positive. But if you speak once, and even though it didn't work, you speak a second time, you're gonna see the second time, the third time speaking, you will be uh, you will be uh, successful. But it takes a lot of hard work. And at the end of the day, you know, Moshe Rabbeinu stayed in the desert to help the Jewish people over there, actually. Uh, he sacrificed to be there. He couldn't go into Israel, but that was actually something for their benefit. Yes, Yochan, what were you going to say? Going to go with the land of Israel. How do I see that? Because I see that in Rashi. Rashi says the only reason why Moshe Rabbeinu was going to go into Israel so that people shouldn't say 
that he's part of the other people who died out. Because everybody else died. So now they're going to say Moshe Rabbeinu too. So in other words, Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't supposed to go to Israel. But there was going to be a change of plan for Moshe Rabbeinu sort of to let him go into Israel. Why? Just so that people shouldn't confuse and say, well, Moshe Rabbeinu is equal to everybody else. But now that God has a reason to keep him there and to say that everybody will see Everybody will understand why Moshe Rabbeinu is not going to Israel. They're not going to say anymore he's not going into Israel because he didn't have to go into Israel because like everybody else. Oh, now they're saying. So it's basically Hashem did this not for a punishment literally for Moshe Rabbeinu. It's just so that everybody can see the reason why Moshe Rabbeinu is not going into Eretz Yisrael. They're going to see, oh, he, he hit the rock. He was supposed to talk to it. So now we have already a good reason. So now what was supposed to happen in the beginning happened. And you also see, Rashi says, Rashi doesn't say that he desecrated. Rashi says, you had an opportunity to be mekadish. It's different than the... In other words, if you would have believed in me, if I said to speak to the rock, you didn't have to go so quickly, change methods, just because, you know, it didn't work. And, you know, the same thing we can see a lot of times, the Rebbe sends us as a shlichus to do something, and we're not successful. So if we're not successful, we say, okay, we're going to change, we're going to, no, you got to stay the course, you can't change. And the, if you have a muna, you believe in the shlichus, they should told you to speak. Maybe it didn't work once. You got to try again. You got to try it. At the end, you're going to be successful. So you see clearly from all these things. So from this right, you see, Moshe Rabbeinu was really supposed to die in the desert because that was destined. David wanted him to be there together with the Der Hamidbar, with the Der Deya. David wanted him to be there. That was the plan with Hatchila. It seems like at some point it was going to be a change of plan so that people don't confuse him for the other said so it was a setup <laughs> to say no we're going to make an incident over here so now everybody's going to see and everybody can point the finger but it wasn't really something hey the person said this was already way away from before and that's and that's right to make the point because he asked so how come how can the water came out? Oh, yeah. But that's precisely that helps the point. <laughs> no, how come? How come? How, no, but that's exactly. Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't totally wrong, because Moshe Rabbeinu said the Ebrister last time told me to bang it. Maybe I need to bang it too. Why didn't it happen the first time? Because it was the wrong rock the second time. No, we, the first time he talked to the wrong right. rock. Oh, he, he did talk to the wrong. He rock. talked, but it was the wrong rock. Oh, and Hashem couldn't make that the right rock. That was a setup. What we're talking about. <laughs> that's the setup. But that was the setup. But what I'm saying, but I asked in the beginning, I said, but how come last time if you would have talked to before, wouldn't nothing would have happened? Because you punished if he talked. Maybe, yeah, maybe it would have been done. But it's supposed to. But over here, it tells us, it would seem, it tells us that Moshe Rabbeinu's thought of striking it because it was last time wasn't a bad thought. The proof is that it worked. Maybe I misheard. And it, but it worked. It is a similar that his calculation wasn't totally off. Right, okay. It wasn't the right thing. It went a little bit, but it wasn't totally off. But that's what it means. You had an opportunity sort of, instead of jumping right away to the 
plan B, right. yeah. stick to the course and go with plan A and try it again. Don't jump. That's why, like the Shani, it's not totally. <laughs> but this idea that I'm saying that it was only so that people can see is not Mashman, the simple Rashi asks, how come Moshe Rabbeinu was punished for this? And before we find, Moshe Rabbeinu said something a lot more severe, Rashi says. Rashi brings it down in both places. Because when the Jewish people were asking for meat, Moshe Rabbeinu oh, says, yes. where are you going to get all the meat for them? Yeah, so Rashi yeah. asks, so which one is worse? Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is, uh, the other one seems to be a lot worse. Yeah. But Rashi says that yes, over there, exactly, <laughs> over there it was done quietly, but here it was done in public. But according to what we're learning, this is actually the whole point. That because it's the public. Hashem wants the public to so know that's about it. Answer. That's your answer. Uh, no, no. It wasn't a setup for to, to uh, punish Moshe Rabbeinu. It was a setup for to uh, teach the Jewish to people. To teach with that's right. Yeah. But here it seems like that is for the Jewish people. And the, but anyways, but that's just uh, oh, just a thought of the camp. Okay, shikoyach. Sometimes one word just like captures the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> what?